2: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, the best time of the year on The Dan Patrick Show. Only the best people work on the holidays. But what is any day, really, without The Dan Patrick Show? Available daily on Peacock or on The Dan Patrick Show podcast. The award-winning Dan Patrick Show. So don't
1: miss a show. Don't miss a moment. Download it today. It's free. Yeah, here we are at the end of the year we were
2: adapting every single day as well so much has been packed into one calendar year it's unbelievable having fun sports related pop culture whatever it is we were a diversion so many memories we got to sing for michael Bublé. charles barkley compares draymond green to the least popular member of in sync nick saban confirms d's nuts and through it all jeff in detroit thanks for holding jeff
4: a nation whole entire nation went down and you guys never blink you've, you've been, been there Locked on
2: even it needs a, <laughs> it
1: needs
5: a <laughs> no
2: why are you laughing at that Dan and the Danettes some well-deserved time away I don't have to do this but I need to do this in the meantime
1: filling in from the Mercedes man cave it's Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre
6: good morning what up? Hope you're great. Alongside the one and only J. Mac, Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. As we creep closer and closer, closer and closer to 2021, right? Like the, the year that that can't end fast enough. Now we're like, kind of gone fast there. Morning, T. Jason. How are you?
0: I'm excellent. Doug. Just fine. It's a beautiful morning. The year is almost over. Uh, hope you had a great holiday, man. Mine was spectacular. Spectacular, huh? Yeah. You gotta get listen, You gotta get excited for the holidays, right? I mean, the, the way this year has gone. Uh, fortunately we've had a lot of football. I know you love college hoops. I love NBA. Um Yeah, just having fun, man. Who doesn't
6: love the NBA? Well, there's a lot lot of NBA haters out there, man. Who doesn't like college basketball? Who doesn't like we've had this run of football? All right, let's let's get right after it. Uh, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire is the podcast. You can download it every morning. It's basically the hottest of hot stuff, hot takes off... uh, off the presses every morning from your iHeartRadio app, you can download it. That's Jason McIntyre, plus you can hear him uh, every Saturday morning here on Fox Sports Radio. My show is the Doug Gottlieb Show, daily 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. Uh, this is the Dan Patrick Show, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, from the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG, driving performance. Let me, um, let's start with last night. So the Bills... Vanquished the Patriots, which uh yesterday LeVar Arrington was uh was with us and I said, like, look, it's one thing to go and win the division, it's another thing to um you, do you play Mortal Kombat when you play uh, video games a as a kid? A little bit, a little right? bit of Mortal you Kombat. Finish yeah. him, right? Finish him. You gotta like tear reach into the chest of the Patriots, tear out their heart. It's <laughs> right? Okay. And, Finishing, you need a finishing move, and uh, that was pretty impressive. After a oh, ho hum kind of first half, uh, the bills uh exercised their dominance and completely dominated the Patriots. But I think what's more interesting to me is this insistence, and 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 LeVar was, was insisting yesterday that Cam Newton will find another home next year. <laughs> And now, look, I I, I do think there are parts to to uh, to to Cam Newton and what he's done this season where he could stay in the league for a long time as a backup. Mm. But, bro, he's just he's just done. He just cannot accurately throw a football well enough and we can we can make all the excuses and even explanations we want for uh for 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 Cam Newton's performance, the the teammates aren't good enough. He hasn't had enough time. He, you know he's getting up early in the morning and not getting his coffee for like four hours, which just seems like an interminable amount of time. I, I don't know how he does that. Whatever it is, um he, he it ain't it ain't good enough.
0: But yeah, good run, Doug, right. He was the MVP of the season, uh I don't know almost a decade ago. He went to a Super it Bowl. Not a, it was not a decade ago. What was it, it was seven? Five years, years ago. Five, five years ago. That recently. Okay. Yeah. Five years ago, Cam was the MVP of the league. They went fifteen and one, lost the Super Bowl. He had a good run. It's over. You know, the guy turns 32 in May. Nothing in Cam Newton's DNA says, I want to be a backup. Yes, sign me up. He's just too big of a personality. He walks he walked under that Patriots team and you could, you know, you could read the clippings, every quote from everybody. Man, Cam, he's larger than life. He's the man. This guy, you know, made the dab a thing. He wore outlandish hats. He's a big personality. And you can't have that be your backup in, in, in the NFL locker room. I don't see him in the league going forward. I think maybe, you know, if he wants to transition into uh, selling clothes or, you know, being like a celebrity on social media, he could certainly do that. But his days as an NFL quarterback are over, Doug. It's done.
6: Um, he, was, he was asked... Last night, whether his account for the ESPN broadcast claiming he got up at 420, leaves the house in 10 minutes and doesn't go to bed till 1130, reflects his normal schedule. Quote, that's been my schedule for 90% of the time I've been here. So you can kind of understand my frustration I do have when I don't have the outcome because I'm sacrificing so much. You're talking to a person who ain't seen his kids in three months. Obviously, the contract is what it is. Submitting myself to the team is something I've been doing since day one. Being accessible, yeah, it's frustrating. It makes you angry. It makes you angry knowing that to be a trusted teammate, you have to submit to authority and submit to the coaches. What they're asking you to do. I feel like I've done that. I'm not in. I'm. Pl- I'm not in the place of blame. I'm more or less venting right now because yeah, I've sacrificed so much this year. I mean, it hurts when you have an outing that you have tonight. You just go home, start over the another week. Yeah. Yeah, what so
0: do you good. mean? What does he mean by tonight? Uh Doug, I listen, Cam Newton uh is a really nice guy in the community. Everything he's done in Carolina when he was there, um he was good for like a handful of games to start the season. And then the wheels fell off. I don't know if you want to blame COVID for uh, part of his struggle. No, with- he can't throw. Well, he could listen, against listen. Seattle in in no, the second game no, of the season. He could against that Seattle secondary He had 335 yards passing. This, Come this on. Is problem. He had a good this game. This is the problem.
6: This is the problem. Okay. That was before they traded for Jamal Adams. Obviously, it was a mess. They had no pass rush before they traded for Carlos Dunlap. And they they identified. Yeah, the he early. had a good just, game. He, he did. And everybody was like, if you remember. Everybody was lighting up that Seahawks uh, defense at that time. And it was early in the year where we had no preseason, no tape, didn't know what they were doing. And Josh McDaniels did a lot with a little. But like, look, he it, it's it's painfully a guy throws for 34 yards last night. He's just not this is this is the the look, Colin Kaepernick would still be in the league if he was a better thrower of the football. But he wasn't. He just wasn't all these people in denial about it. He just wasn't if he's I mean, uh, Dwayne Haskins wouldn't have gotten cut yesterday if he was good at his job. He wasn't good at his job. Johnny Manziel, with all his nonsense, would be back in the league if he was good at his job. He's not good at his job. Okay, some of these guys are just not that good. And that's really kind of what comes down to. There are thirty-two teams. There's about mm, sixteen to eighteen, or which guys are really are great. Okay, then there's some young guys that are developing. There's some other guys that are there because of injury. That's really how this league works. And it's funny, you know. I I think you and I are on together. In the spring, and there was the oh, the Chargers have to not necessarily from me, but the Chargers have to ha- have to why aren't they engaged with, with Cam Newton? Like, because he had two shoulder surgeries, and when they evaluated the tape, much like other teams in the league, they're like, Yeah, that guy can't throw a football right anymore, and they didn't have the ability to evaluate him in person. Like, the warning signs were out there.
0: Uh, look, I, do you know who's starting for the
6: Washington? football team this week
0: yeah a kid who was uh, conducting his odu online classes about a month ago yeah uh, <laughs> try, trying to uh wrap up math and nature and some other really nerdy classes taylor heineke
6: taylor heineke do you know where he last played in the nfl
0: i believe it was in carolina Correct. Uh, with ron rivera and that's where he got the call hey man you know our system come on down
6: Correct. Okay, who did the who did the Washington football team trade for this off season to come and t- and, and and know the system with Dwayne Haskins, another and Ron Rivera guy, Kyle Allen? Right. So he brings over his entire coaching staff. He brings over two quarterbacks. Okay, brings over two quarterbacks traded for Kyle Allen. Right, like he didn't even have to trade for for. Like Cam Newton, if you didn't want it. Trades for Kyle Allen. Brings over his whole coaching staff. Has complete control of the football operations. And he doesn't reach out for Cam Newton. Right. What what does that tell you? It knows it means he can't play anymore. That's all. Well, it's like, we all have no, this thing. Fi- we all have this finite amount of time where we can do it. And and when people say you can't throw, that doesn't mean you can't actually throw a football. Like this is the mistake that people made. And in, in when you talk about like Tom Brady, like, well, Tom Brady said he can't throw. Look at him throw against Detroit. Like, yeah, the, the team, they quit on him. And if you give a guy, you know, 11 on air in a dome
0: with all that talent and time to throw, yeah, Tom Brady's still pretty awesome. So at the same time, Doug, Kyle Allen got the call. Hey, man, this is your role. You're going to hold a clipboard. You're probably going to be inactive some weeks. That's the that's the game. Okay, deal. I'm on board. Taylor Heineke, you know, you might not be active. We may use you. I don't know. You'll be a distant backup. We'll see. But that's the deal. Okay, you can't call Cam Newton and say, hey, we're looking for somebody to hold a clipboard and be second th- second string, maybe inactive. That's just not going to work with Cam Newton. I don't hate Belichick for, for taking a chance on a buy low guy. That's what he's done throughout his time in New England. Hey, Ocho Cinco, you want to? can we give this a shot? Uh, Josh Gordon, come on down. You know, he tries and tries with all these guys buying cheap. You know markets. You're a big stock market guy, Doug. Buy low, sell high. <laughs> he bought Cam Newton low at the nadir of his career. How about that? An SAT vocabulary wow, word. Nadir. Like nine I mean, minutes in. I, okay. The only nadir I know is Tharp, <laughs> who used to play in Kansas. Yes, Kansas. Um, I, I don't hate the move. And listen, Bill found out. Cam Newton shot. Okay, we move on. Now it's on to plan B and the uh, 2021 offseason, and my guess is they'll wait to see what happens with Jimmy G in San Francisco if Kyle Shanahan moves on. Or I would assume the backup option has to be Marcus Mariota, right, uh, in Vegas, who uh, is still under 30. Um, can throw a football, hasn't had the surgeries Cam had. Uh, I think Mariota's yeah, yeah, got she a, had a
6: lot. Yeah, he had a lot of injuries.
0: There's a, the, the
6: backup market is really interesting. The, 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 there's Jameis. There's Mariota. Keep an eye on Andy there's Dalton. There's Carson Wentz. Uh, there oh, is whoa, a, wait, wait, wait. Carson and,
0: Wentz is not, given the financial constraints, I don't think he's in the same boat as the other guys. Do you look, think I, Wentz is elsewhere next year?
6: I, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I, the reality of it is he shouldn't be. The reality is they need to fix him. The reality is Jalen Hurts, you saw his ceiling right there in Dallas. Yeah. Right? He's just not. There's a reason that... that uh, Tunga Viola beat him out. There's a reason that if you watched Oklahoma play last year by about midseason, they kind of scrap some of the extra stuff they do. And they're just like, look, take a look. If you don't like it, run it. And he started running it uh, to, and to, uh, it was effective in college. It's not going to be effective long-term in the pros. He's just not that guy. Um, but I, I, I think there's been some, some substantial damage done in that locker room. Like, look, one of the things you brought up, which is brilliant and it's the really hard thing is the power of, uh, of of television and knowing who these guys are, right? Like, I think one of the reasons Jalen Hurts has done so well in the locker room, one, he's got a really good, uh, easy, motivational personality, right? He just does. But also, like, look, his whole life and career over the last five years has played out on national TV in front of us, starting as a freshman, getting pulled in the national championship game or, yeah, getting pulled in national championship game, then going to Oklahoma and re, kind of uh, reinvigorating his career. All those guys know him, whereas Carson Wentz, eh, nobody knew who he was, and he didn't play in the Super Bowl. He didn't play, you know, in the playoffs. The only thing we know of Carson Wentz, if you're a young Jalen Rager, for example, is he balled out last year with no wide receivers against the Cowboys in a must-win game, right? Which The same with Cam Newton. Like, I think... Part of the Cam Newton thing is, and I saw so many analysts after analysts, really smart football guys, them fall for it. They're like, oh, Patriots got Cam Newton. They're going to win the division. Like, no. They had eight guys opt out. Cam Newton, no one knows if he can throw a football. He hasn't stayed healthy for an entire year. That's probably the biggest win this year. But he he hadn't been winning in Carolina. He's not all of a sudden going to sprinkle some magic pixie dust and and, and win with a bad team in New England when – when the Dolphins are more talented and Buffalo's clearly more talented. Yeah. But but what happens is he walks into a locker room and guys grew up watching. I mean, it's literally uh, on the young Patriots. All of those guys were in middle school and probably their first foray into watching college football was Cam Newton at Auburn. He's just running over, dude.
0: In a word, he's cool, Doug. That's what Cam
6: Newton yes. is. He's cool. Yes. Yes, and it's really hard to convince somebody that Jared Stidham, you know, who went to Baylor and left and Auburn and and finished up and was a backup like that, he's cool. But uh, you know, you could only do that by leading teams on touchdown drives and having a little swag after games, whatever. But I I, I think at the end of the day, uh, yeah, Cam. I, I'm I'm with you. It's hard to make him a backup. Yeah. And and the only thing that I would, the only mistake that I feel like he's made off the football field this year is what he's doing now, where he's kind of, he's saying like, hey, I've done all the right things. Why
0: am I still getting pulled? Which is what it feels like. Yeah, he's, I think he's a little bit of denial, right? But, but Doug, and this brings up a great point about Carson Wentz. So I do this gambling show Mondays with Carissa Thompson and Colin Cowherd. And as Carson Wentz started to melt down, I mentioned this to them. I said, you know, how you handle adversity says a lot about you. And Carson Wentz had never felt adversity at North Dakota State, right? He didn't feel adversity his rookie year in Philly or the year he got injured when he was like the MVP. And now he's just getting a little hint of adversity. With hey wait, man, wait, you stink. Wait, 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 we got to bring Jalen Hurts in, on, and he on. is acting like such a childish baby. With whether it's him or his agent feeding this stuff that hey man, I don't want to be a backup around here. Like how you handle adversity says a lot. And well, I thought on, Cam Jason, did a Jason, pretty good Jason, job this doing year. What you're
6: doing is completely unfair. How is it unfair? The everything you've just done is unfair. To, you, to who, Cam you, or Carson? Carson wins. Oh my goodness. Okay, d- one first of all, here, like let's go through a bunch of things. You know he didn't go through adversity when he's at North Dakota State. Yeah,
0: none. W- when was the media getting on his case? When was he a talking point on TV and radio twenty-four okay, that, seven that, that, for a that week? Does that doesn't
6: necessarily mean it's not adversity. Nobody knew who he was I, again. But you don't in in your bubble of living in Los Angeles. Okay, first of all, North Dakota State super successful, one double A. What is it? FBS yeah. program. Okay, so I think you, they
0: won. They lost one game and won the Natty with him. There's no right. adversity there, Doug. None. There,
6: there's there's not.
0: No, okay, he but didn't you don't deal you don't, with any.
6: You do not know what you're saying is there was no criticism for the media. That doesn't mean there's no adversity. You don't think it's adversity when you are leading a team to the best record in the NFC and some other dude comes in—and by the way, like, if we really told the Nick Foles story, he played terrible the first couple first of couple games. First couple games, yes. He played two good games. He was bad he had, in that
0: first playoff game against Atlanta.
6: Yes, they should have lost to Leo Jones. But, bad, but that pro- was out bad. of
0: his control. It's not like Carson Wentz could say, hey, I'm coming back in. Like, he was done. He was out for the season. Okay, but that's not—that
6: that is, by, by definition— adversity you tear your ACL in your second year in the National Football League that is in fact adversity right like it may not be adversity to you because you see him getting paid and still being the starting quarterback then he rushes back because Nick Foles is terrible again and he's playing when your first year back off ACL Brady wasn't good off ACL Carson Palmer wasn't all these guys they all struggled their first year back Okay, that that's that's playing through adversity. So the idea again, that he hasn't no seen criticism. adversity. Second, second, second. <laughs> oh, secondly, that, this diff- idea that this adversity. idea that oh, okay. he doesn't want to be a backup. Okay, first of all, every report is he's handled himself like a pro with Jalen Hurts. And everyone knows he doesn't want to be a backup. It's a it's a red herring. You don't you, you don't sign a contract that pays you forty million dollars and hold a clipboard. That's why you sign the contract that's 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 layered like that. So the, it it's the team saying we're going to stick with you through thick and thin, and the team didn't do it. Look, the team screwed up several times over, but there's no admittance of it. Hey, there just isn't. I, I, I'm, wait, not the,
0: the, wait, the I'm not absolving Carson. The team screwed up. Yes. How?
6: Uh, Well, first of all, look at who they've drafted the past two years. They've misevaluated the wide receiver position. They re-upped with offensive linemen that were over the hill. They tried to basically run it back after winning an after winning a title, and their team got old and got injured. Wait, they never replaced so their entire uh, offensive staff right. that left. And the, the the current coach, Doug Peterson, seems to be over his head. How haven't they screwed this up? But wait thing a up?
0: second. Okay, so the Frank Reich departure is important. And but that's not Philly screwing it up. He got a head coaching job offering. Like you've got to leave for that. That's not on uh, uh, Philly's. No, 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 and, no, no. and again, Jalen Hurts comes in with the same players Carson Wentz played with and is and putting up 400, 500 yards of offense. No, he's not. What, what are, you are you talking t- about?
6: How many points did they score against the Dallas they had Cowboys?
0: 300 yards of offense I don't care. in the first how half points? against the Saints who had a top five defense in his Great. first game. Great, because they had no, they, you have no book on him. They had 300 yards of offense you and half, no, Doug. Jason, I get it. Okay, no, Jason, fine. how long have you watched the NFL? Let's go to the second NFL. game. Arizona Cardinals. How the offense do? He did they had well. over 400 yards of offense. Well. Carson Wentz can't get a friggin' first down for half the season. And then against Dallas, Jalen Hurts gets them a 14-3 lead. They get over 350 and, and yards happened. of offense. The defense gave up and, 500 and, yards and to and Andy then,
6: Dalton. You know, you know every time the the defense gives up points, you know you get the ball back, right? Yeah, he moved okay. the football at will. They had a couple stumbles, but the Dallas compare... Cowboys are a bad football team. Jason, uh, they're if, not you're gonna football buy, team. if you're going to buy, if you're going to buy that Jalen Hurts is better, good luck. Go sell that on the street. Okay? But I, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's that I'm 44 years old and I've watched this thing forever. And the the zone read quarterbacks, they all come in and Taysom Hill. He got worse and worse as time went on. Okay? Vince Young, went worse and worse as time went on. Uh, well, RG3,
0: that's a story worse and worse. Know. No, it's not. It's the you same it. story. No, you're same just, offense. You're, you're basically saying they should have not brought Jalen Hurts in to replace Carson Wentz. Of course not. They shouldn't have drafted oh Jalen Hurts. My God.
6: You don't draft Jalen Hurts. If you're trying to fix a quarterback, you do what all the other teams in the
0: NFL do, which is you sign a veteran, a Josh McDowell. Oh, oh wait, all uh, the other teams? The Green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback in the first round. What did that do brilliant. to Aaron Rodgers? It lit a fire under him. He's he the MVP. He's got no 44 thing. touchdowns. What happens when the Eagles draft Jalen Hurts? Carson Wentz, Ugh, I can't handle this. This pressure. Uh, and, he, and he starts stinking. He's got the yips like Chuck Knobloch. He Come had, on, he don't lost, give me that gar- garbage, Doug. He
6: lost...
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com tire slash Dan. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. What up with you?
6: Doug Gottlieb, J Mac, and for Dan, the Dan Nets, the Dan Patrick Show is brought to you by Mercedes AMG Driving Performance. Albert Breer, MMQB, will join us 20 minutes away. NFL season getting ready to come to a close. It has closed up essentially on the New England Patriots who are not going to reach the playoffs. And, you know, it's interesting, like, we'll do this now with the Pats, Jason, where we're like, man, how did they beat, you know, pick a team that they, pick any win that they had this year? Like, how did they, remember, this is a Patriot team that still could, you know, could finish seven and nine on the year. And if you look just a couple weeks ago before the collapse, um, they had, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. They beat the Arizona Cardinals. They beat the Chargers forty-five to nothing. Stayed out in L.A. Got dismembered by the Rams, and then the kind of the the, the roof, the roof fell in. But there was a time there when they won four out of five. Beat the Jets, uh, Baltimore lost to Houston. Beat Arizona. Beat the Chargers before the roof fell in. I actually think Belichick has done an amazing job considering the limitations of this roster. Uh,
0: so we'll give we'll just mention that. But the whole Chargers-Rams-LA two-step, uh, I compared that to a trip in Vegas. You know how you go to Vegas and the and first— you stay too long? No, no. The first night is always epic. It's it's legend. You're so excited to be there. You haven't seen your buddies. Everybody flies in. You go so hard in the first night. Second night, also very, very good. By the third night, you're exhausted. You know, you. I, I can't even drink that much. I'm No more drugs. I, I'm done. That was the Patriots trip to LA, right? First night, they crushed the Chargers— and then by the end of the week, they were they had nothing left in the tank. They spent everything on the Chargers and got absolutely embarrassed by the Rams on uh, Thursday Night Football. Um. Yeah. I mean, I look. I, I think that
6: you've been part- to Vegas in a while, have you? Huh? I've never done that in Vegas.
0: Oh. What? <laughs> what?
6: Come again? No, no, I've never done that in Vegas. Ever no. in your life? I mean, I've done Vegas, but never done Vegas. No. Why? Uh, I don't know I got married right out of college I don't know I just never did Vegas okay that well way.
0: you know we just... and a couple of buddies uh we're gonna do our fantasy football draft at least that's what we tell the wives in uh, August and um you know the draft will be done like quickly online at any time and then you just have a fun weekend <laughs> um <laughs> my I'm wife's that not listening trust me she's asleep uh you know we got I think we're trying to lock up a Cabana soon for August because Vegas should be good by August right the pool scene should be hopping
6: it's really interesting that only now are we concerned about spreading viruses in Vegas, and it's the coronavirus. Which th- there's been a lot more things spread in Vegas yeah. far before, the, well, far I, before this. Well, somebody had. I
0: think you retweeted this. Somebody put out an epic tweet. It was pouring in L.A. yesterday, rain yes. all day, hail, yes. and people said everybody refuses to stay inside during a global pandemic. Nobody wants to go outside because it's raining. Yes, and, and just I, I love that. I was I was using that without giving whoever sent it out credit to like my friends over text message. People love that. Stealing yeah. material. Yeah, I, I, um,
6: I, I think it's 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 a, it's a fa- where it's a fascinating time in which we we live in, right? Like everybody's. Have you have you allowed your kids to hang with other kids? Like, what is your level of yeah yeah of, of interaction?
0: I mean, no, we haven't been in anybody's house really. Uh, if there if we were, it was wearing. You haven't masks. been in anybody's
6: house in how long?
0: Well, I mean, like, listen, if they if we're outside, the parents are outside hanging out, and then the kids want to go right inside play a video game, we make them leave the door open, and the kids wear a mask for, you know, inside 30 minutes.
6: They um, wear a mask while they're playing video games?
0: Yeah. Well, is, that, is that a heartache? You know, is that tough? You just no, I, it's
6: actually it's a pretty good idea, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and, you,
0: and really you leave do the that. doors and windows open and hope for that draft. But, yeah, I have not really been in anyone's house in the last nine months. Like, what? we live in L.A. The weather's great. You can just hang out outside.
6: Okay, have you done any kids' sports?
0: Uh, maybe I should plead the fifth on that. But, um, yeah, we've done kids' sports outside.
6: All outside, no, 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 I, no gym, no
0: indoor gyms. Well, the beauty is, you know, you can play basketball outside. Um, so I've played some, not bad good games. basketball. Yeah, it's basketball, man. By the way, D- uh, Doug, I gotta say this. So we've been getting some dad games together, just two on two, three on three, and a dad is in phys- great physical shape. He runs, he's in, you know good athlete. Hadn't played basketball in years, and in the fourth game of two on two, he's like, ah, did somebody kick me?
6: Uh, He tore his Achilles tendon? Yeah,
0: I felt awful for the guy. How old is the guy? It's like 44, 43. I I I just felt terrible for the guy. So, I mean, he's on the shelf now for like seven months. And the first thing we said, I hope this doesn't come out wrong, was, uh, man, I'd rather get COVID than rupture my Achilles. (laughs) And like everybody, every single dad I talked to agreed. The the, the,
6: the worst part is if you you got, I, I think the time to have any sort of surgery, right? This is a pretty good time to 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 do it. Although Achilles is that's a long comeback. Yeah. It would have been better if you got it initially, but now then you would have missed the whole summer. It's it's you know there's never a good time, but this is not the worst time because by the time he's up and moving around, it'll be mid late February. Yeah. Here's a question: Will you do be,
0: any international travel in 2021? I
6: will, yeah, because I'm going to get the vaccine.
0: Right. Um, so you. W- w- so, so as soon no, as I get the
6: vaccine, I'm licking door doorknobs. Oh, I don't sure, care. Sure you
0: are. Okay. So Mexico is one thing. Everybody in L.A. pops down to Cabo. Would you go to Europe? Yes. Okay. Why I, not? We're, we're tinkering with the idea. I don't know if there's another outbreak and you're stuck over there for 10 days and I don't know, you know, crazy stuff. Japan just closed its borders to everybody. Like, I don't know, man. It's just such a crappy time. It ticks me off.
6: It is. It is. It is not a good time. It's not a good time, but the second they say you can travel, I'm going to travel. Yeah,
0: and we should admit uh, add that there's obvious perspective that you know international travel is down the list of things that suck. uh, Clearly, in 2021. Yeah, I mean, like, look,
6: I, I think there's 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 a bunch of things we kind of got into this yesterday, which is um I, I think some of the things that people are doing for small businesses and raising money is amazing. And I'm not trying to undersell it, and obviously, this has been devastating to to parts of our economy. Some of it, it should be pointed out that, like, look, it's it's only speeding up a process which was already taking place. Yes, right. Like, that's what's happened in sports. That's what's happened in business. The move to mobile ordering and to online things and away from retail and away from from you know dining in in restaurants. <clears throat> Those things have been. The, these things have been happening, maybe not being reported by the ma- like the, the nightly media um, in that there are challenges to business in 2020 that go beyond that of COVID-19 COVID-19 has only sped up this process, like tend to hyperdrive. Um, and I think, you know, I, I'll i use the, the interesting thing in sports, right. Is, is that I, I love the Lakers. Like we did this for the fans. Like, we, the fans actually played no factor in the Lakers who lost last night at home to Portland in Them winning a championship. Um, but I, I think there's the challenges of getting fans into a stadium are real in the NFL. They're real because as you said, you love to gamble on stuff. You love to betting lines is what you do for a living. It is, it is a, it is now a fabric of professional and honestly collegiate sports And it's going to be all above board now. We'll be able to talk about it where we used to have to use kind of clever wording when you're doing the broadcast of games previously. And if you're betting on all the games, you don't want to go and sit – and watch one game when you can sit at home for less money, not have to fight the traffic, not have to pay the PSL. And you can watch all the games, right? That's like a legit real challenge that is, you know, getting people back in the stadium is going to be even harder now because it becomes a habit. You go an entire season without going to an NFL game and realizing just how good the product is at home. If you didn't realize it already. And now you can bet legally online. For all of these games, like, why would you ever go again?
0: I would agree. COVID has been such an accelerant in basically weeding out the businesses that really no longer work, Doug. I mean, I hate to say it, but the movie industry is in really, really rough shape. Uh, I have HBO, so I got HBO Max for free. And I don't know when the next time I'm going to go to a movie theater is. I love the experience of going to a theater. I have no problem going to a movie by myself. It's super relaxing. I enjoy it. But we queued up Wonder Woman. Uh, on Christmas Day, it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Um, but like now, if I can just Hold on, watch you any, tuned movie,
6: into Wonder Woman, thinking it was going to be great.
0: I'm a superhero honk. I love superhero movies, man. And I got two young kids. You know, they did not really like Wonder Woman as much. I mean, the action was good, did, but did, the storyline was just. Like, did oh, they come like on. the the first Wonder Woman? Uh, they did. I mean, it was no Black Panther. You know, let's keep it real here. But uh, it was good. Uh, the first one was really good. Um, I just. You know, now, do you have the whole setup at the at the house? Because one of
6: the things I've done during COVID is I've gotten, like, a new subwoofer, a new front speaker. I've, I've done the surround well, this is, sound You're, you're right. going to be shocked by this. I'm a yeah. little bit
0: old school, Doug, and that I come in and I just flip on cable all the time, and it's like background noise, dazed and confused, which I've seen, like, 73 times. will just be on in the background or whatever movie um, or a different Strokes episode, you know, while I'm working. And... I haven't been Mr. Streaming. I'm, i i got to be honest. I'm not a huge streaming No, I'm not talking about guy. streaming.
6: I'm just talking about the in terms of but the, the, sound, the sound and video quality. We just
0: realized, you know, we're streaming a lot of stuff now. So, yes, our system, we moved our family room around and got it all set up. We already had the subwoofer. But we're now, like, streaming stuff way more than we had before COVID. And I'm not ready to dump cable because we need live sports, obviously, for what we do. But... I can understand why, like, a lot of the people that I talk to under 35 don't have cable TV. I mean, Gavin, who produces this, you know, he, he's a, he's one of these guys. Like, a lot of people are like, hey, I got YouTube TV. What, what do I need cable for? And you can see that COVID is going to be an accelerant, and the cable industry is, in, is starting to get really ugly.
6: Yeah, I mean, I guess at some point, though, you you know, the, Disney has their own bundle, right? Um And, you know, with Hulu and E plus, whatever. And I would guess at some point, some of these other superpowers will, you would, you would think will bundle up because I think what's amazing about it is initially people thought, well, if I stream, it'll be less, I'm paying so much for cable because I'm paying for all these channels I don't want. Now you're going to end up paying for all these shows and movies that you don't want when you're paying your streaming service, right? Right. Like, it's, it's really, it's, it's going to be quite interesting. Um, Albert Breer is going to join us momentarily. Uh, we've seen, we've seen the Eagles under Andy Reid maintain a level of consistency. We've seen the Patriots maintain a level of consistency. What's your level of concern in the Chiefs and their ability to be consistent and win in the playoffs?
0: Hi, I'm concerned. Uh, they're the best team with the best quarterback and elite coach. Spotty defense and something you can't quantify is the the lack of urgency that I see with that Chiefs offense, you know, and just the, the desire to repeat as champions. I know it's there, obviously, but it's a different desire than, say, what the Buffalo Bills have, you know, which is, damn, we got to get we got to get somewhere. We got to do the damn thing. And, I, you know, the Cleveland Browns have have a major sense of urgency when healthy. And keep an eye on that team in the AFC playoff. Um, I just uh, Lamar Jackson to get a playoff win. You know, it's just a different mentality. And Doug, I can't quantify that, but you know, as someone who's played sports, I know you can speak to that. Like, we got to get over that hump. We got it. We got to get the championship. Um,
6: for for who for the Bills? Like, they just got to win a playoff. Bills got to win a playoff
0: but... game. Lamar's got to win a playoff game. It's different than wanting to repeat as champions.
6: Yeah, and there's a there's a difference in. There's also a difference in when you've actually done it before, right? Like they they basically did it or came close to doing it against the Patriots, but then they cleaned some stuff up and they they had to author, you know, three comebacks to do it last year, uh, obviously in the Super Bowl against the Niners, the third comeback. So I there's a different level of confidence. The question is, is that confidence arrogance? Uh, is it just that they don't have Edward Soler? See, I think Edward Soler is the um, – I agree with you. His health – is paramount in their success because if you look at two years ago when they were probably – they were a better offense than they were last year, the difference was their ability to run the football, which changed midseason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you add Edwards-Hilaire to it, it becomes an offense which is really, really difficult, almost impossible to stop because th- what so many teams are doing is you know, watching that Chargers tape, right, and just kind of trying to keep Tyreek Hill and everybody in front of them. And making them stay patient, and at times Pat Mahomes loses his patience and tries to make a play with that, you know, hundred million dollar arm, and he'll force something in there. I, I I still think that's manageable, but it should be pointed out that Andy Reid has had plenty of of collapses and losses in the postseason when he should have won games. Mm. It is not a lock though since that they'll win it. I just I don't know who the full who who the team that will give them the most difficulty is. I I just. It's like, do you really believe in Josh Allen? Do you really believe in Big Ben at this age? Do you really believe in, you know, the Cleveland Browns that they make it? Do you really, like Lamar has played them twice and it wasn't close. It wasn't even close. It's a terrible matchup for their defense where they like to pressure you and and, and play man in, in coverage. Like they just, they, they can't cover these guys. They cannot. So I don't know where that upset would come from. Now the counter to that is, okay, but they almost lost to the Falcons this past week, and the Falcons should have no, no, no reason to be- believe they should belong on the same field as them.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us
4: live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires.
2: Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology Projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE SUV. Doug
6: Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Brought to you by Mercedes-AMG Driving Performance. Let's welcome in Albert Breer, MMQB. Over the National Football League. Um, let's start with Cam Newton. You know he he had kind of a weird post game. Hey man, I've been working hard, getting up every morning, doing all these things. I'm just frustrated. I'm venting. Like all of that said, he just and, and they had some drops last night. It's not all on him, but yeah. he, he can't can't throw a football anymore. Do you do you see him in the NFL next year? Because it would appear they would have to be somebody's backup in order to to to, to stay in the league.
5: Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the question, Doug. Is where this goes? Um, it's going to depend on how badly he wants it, um, because I don't think there's going to be a starting job, you know, without competition sitting out there for him. And and I can tell you that, you know, last year when he was sitting out there in the market, one of the reasons why is teams knew, like he didn't want to go somewhere in a mentor role. He didn't want to go somewhere as a bridge. He wanted to go somewhere to be the guy. And he had to wait for that opportunity to come about before he put together a season like this. And so um, I think what it's going to require a Cam is to do something he really, I'd say, probably hasn't done since junior college, which is completely subjugate his ego um, and go and earn his way onto a roster. I mean, if you look at the guy's lineage, like like the guy's kind of background, he's a five star recruit out of high school. He goes to the University of Florida. He's behind Tim Tebow for a couple of years. They're scuffled um, a little bit, being in that situation. Winds up in junior college. Is best player in the country in junior college. Next year he wins the Heisman. Then he's the number one overall pick and a day one starter in the NFL. Um, what I think he's going to have to do to get, you know, reestablish himself as an NFL quarterback is gonna be completely out of his comfort zone and um it's gonna be interesting to see if he's willing to go through that sort of process to reestablish who he once was.
0: All right, Albert, uh, new the Patriots quarterback for week one twenty twenty one will be A Marcus Mariota, B Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo or C Other. And you gotta give me a name for other
5: I'm gonna say so, you know, I I, I, I like the, the choices there, J Mack like, <laughs> I'm Mariotta. is interesting. I think Jimmy, you know, his availability is going to depend on whether or not the Niners have an upgrade available to him. I think they would love to have Jimmy back. Um, You know, at the very least as a bridge to whoever the long-term guy is going to be, whether that's in 21, 22, 23, whenever. Um, Yeah. I would say that their options are open right now. You know, I I wouldn't be totally floored if they brought Cam back in some capacity they really do like him, um, and they, they like the way that he's handled himself and the way he's worked and all that different stuff. Obviously, he hasn't played well, but all the other stuff's been good. Um, you know, And then I think you have to look at you know some other situations where – do we know what's going to happen with Matt Ryan in Atlanta? Um, well, we don't know who the head coach and general manager are going to be, so maybe not. Do we know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford in Detroit? Hmm, right. Well, we don't know who the head coach and general manager are going to be, so probably not. You know, so I – I just think there are a few situations out there where you can see opportunity for the Patriots to get in a guy who I think it kind of be like what Alex Smith was for Andy Reid in Kansas city, where Alex Smith bought you time to find whoever your long-term answer was going to be. Um, so I think that that would probably be, you know, what their approach will be. And that could be Jimmy. It could wind up being somebody like Matt Stafford, um, you know, but clearly I think they, they, I think they know, you know, they've got to get better production out of the position that said, I mean, it is one of a million problems they have. And and one of the reasons why camps played the way he has is because I think that's probably like a bottom five roster in the NFL right now.
6: I I don't think anybody's disagreeing with you. Um, What Brian Dable obviously has done amazing things with Josh Allen. How viable is he as a head coaching candidate?
5: Oh, really viable. You know, I, I, I think out there in L.A., um, you know, he'd be a candidate. And I, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but the general manager in L.A., Tom, T- the, the, the Chargers GM, Tom from Yeah, yeah to, Well, Tom Telesco and Brian Dave all went to high school together. Yeah. So, um, you know, I do think that there's, uh, I, I I do think like you know, if you if if you want to look at like specific situations, that would make sense. The situations where you're going to have a young quarterback, whether it's Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, Justin Herbert in LA, I think Brian Dayball is going to be very attractive for those teams. And I think he's going to have opportunity in those places um, because of the work that he's done with Josh Allen specifically. So um, I don't think there's any question. I mean, you know, among you know the coordinators in the NFL, and, you know, if you wanted to rank them, the jobs they've done, um, you yeah, know, I think Dayball's got to be, you know, top five, top 10 on your list across the entire league and a very, very viable candidate to be a head coach. And I'll tell you what, you know, you see what he's done for Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. He'd be pretty fun to see what he could do with Justin Herbert out in L.A. All
0: right, here we go. Uh, You're going to love this. Albert Breer's an Ohio State guy. Everybody knows that. Albert, I don't want to go into, you know, relitigate the Dwayne Haskins situation. But a couple smart people have said to me, hey, Justin Fields is coming out. And you got to be careful when you look at these Ohio State quarterbacks. What have they done in the pros? And, Albert, I'm not comparing Justin Fields to (laughs) Haskins and Cardale Jones, but we know Ohio State's loaded with five-star recruits everywhere all the time. When Fields was without Olave, his great receiver, he looked ordinary against Northwestern. I'm just curious, do you believe as of right now Justin Fields is the favorite to go number 2 in the 2021 NFL Draft?
5: I think, I think he's the favorite J-Mac, but I think that gap's closed. Um, yes. And I think Zach Wilson's made a real yeah. run. Right? And, I, and, I, I, and I, I just tell you, like, now Wilson's a little polarizing with, with scouts. Like, it depends sort of on who you talk to. Um, the comp I've gotten is that he's a taller, leaner Baker Mayfield. And I know based on the ups and downs that Baker's had, some people might look at that sideways. I, Baker was the first overall pick in the draft, you know, and won the Heisman Trophy. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that Zach Wilson is going to be an interesting one to sort of break down and look at. And I do think you're going to get some agreement disagreement from team to team. And so, you know, I think Justin Fields is built more like an NFL quarterback. He's got a bigger arm. He's, yeah. I think that the, the ceiling with Justin Fields is obscenely high. Um, you know, but, you know, because he's had these bumps against Northwestern, against Indiana, coming off of what was like a nearly perfect year, um, you know, as a sophomore at Ohio State, I do think the door's open. I will say this though, J Mac, like I don't know that the criticism of like Ohio State quarterbacks in general is a fair one. Right, right. And I'm I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though. It's because Ohio State hasn't had quarterbacks like this. Right. You know what mm, I mean? Like,
6: right. but they its, it's like it's like Alabama. It's like Alabama uh, yeah, you know? I mean, it's, it's like, like we're we going to hold you, all the Alabama quarterbacks against Tua or against Mac Jones? Right. Of course, I we're mean, not.
5: And that's the, that's the thing is like, I mean, it's like who are you comparing them to? Like JT Barrett and Braxton Miller were those foot quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like so, um, and Ryan Day wasn't there for that. So um, yeah, I think Justin Fields. I think he's, he's got a much better head on his shoulders than Dwayne Haskins had coming out. And I think that that's going to make a big difference. Like I think I think he's a really, really, really mature kid and really ready to be a pro. Where Dwayne Haskins clearly wasn't. Oh. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that he'd acknowledge. He has said it himself. I think he'd acknowledge that he's got a lot of things to clean up after. You know what we've seen against you know the better teams in their schedule this year.
6: Yeah, the, the Haskin things is in, is interesting because I had uh, I tweeted out I, I had um, somebody a source close to the staff last year who was like, look, they were so befuddled by the fact that he couldn't – his his recall wasn't right. He wasn't getting the plays out right. And, you know, Jay Gruden's system, the Gruden system, is very, very wordy. But they yeah. actually, like, is he dyslexic? Like, let's get him checked. And they went through all his medicals. They had him checked. And he's, like, not dyslexic. And they just determined that he ain't – he he either isn't bright enough or isn't doing the work or maybe a combination of of the two. And, you know, there was – Criticism after criticism, but it, it was legitimate, their concerns, yeah. with the last half. All right, so, but but why cut him the week before now, the final yeah. week of the season? That that signifies so, either he's trying to make a statement for the rest uh-huh. of the locker room, or the the guy is cancer and he's got to get him out of the locker room.
5: Well, I mean, like, let's go all the way back to the start of the season. I mean, first of all, the one of the reasons he got benched um, in the first place it, it was because they got blown out by the Ravens and on the sideline, like somebody had a phone on the sideline and Dwayne Haskins found out that he'd thrown for 300 yards and was, you know, just started kind of puffing his chest out and saying, nobody can say anything to me. And a lot of his teammates heard that and it carried over into the locker room. And I think, you know, what Ron Rivera and Scott Turner and all those guys were dealing with was like, can we, how can we possibly go forward with this guy you know, when the locker room started to look at him this way, you know, and so that's when they pulled a plug on him as a starter. Uh, As for, you know, what's happened more recently, uh, my understanding is they came very close to cutting him last week. And when they sat down and talked about it, really the decision they made was we don't think it's fair to the rest of the guys in the team that we'd be throwing somebody in the practice squad out there with the playoffs on the line. So we have to stay the course here. Then, on Sunday, what they found out is that guy in the practice squad was actually a better option than Dwayne <laughs> Haskins based on the way that Haskins played. So I think that that sort of freed them up, where it was no longer like, like, hey, like this is going to screw the rest of the team if we do this. Um, Taylor Heineke actually did look like he was a better option than Dwayne Haskins. And um, and so I, I, th- I think that that sort of brought them to this decision point. The reason you get rid of him now is again, I think this is about Ron Rivera knowing his locker room. And if you had Dwayne Haskins on that roster, that storyline lingers and it's sitting there. And if you've already made the determination he's not going to be on our team in 2021, which they had, well then, what's it worth having him around at that mm. point? Like, all you're doing is like creating this storyline that's just going to be sort of hovering over your locker room. And like why do you want to have that around? So I think that that's sort of what it came down to was once they made the decision he's not going to be here next year, you know, you have to start to look at what his value was to the team. And when the practice squad guy shows, okay, like he's better than Haskins, you know, then what are you doing? All you're doing is just letting that storyline linger around the players that are – the player uh, around a group of players that's trying to get in the playoffs.
0: All right, Breer. Um, Jim Harbaugh was presented with a contract at Michigan. I can't find anything saying he's agreed to it or there's been negotiations, which makes me curious – uh, a, do you think Jim Harbaugh makes the leap to the NFL? And B, what about Dabo Sweeney joining Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville? Give me a percentage chance that happens.
5: Well, let's start with Harbaugh. Um, yeah, my understanding is like, and I think there were signs here that he was that he's staying. Um, you know, number one, you know, you had firing the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. um, Don Brown. Number two. My understanding was he's he's told other people he's going to be more hands on with the quarterbacks next year, and I don't think you're running around telling everybody that, um, you know, other people on the staff that if um, if you're planning on leaving, and I think what the in- extension sort of came down to is funny because I was talking to some people about this, you know, he, I I, my, I like from what I heard he had he did sniff around some of the NFL jobs, um, but we're, what we were really going to come down to was you know was he going to have to take a pay cut at Michigan, and if, if he if, if that was presented to him is this the one guy who would actually go into a contract year at a college job? And you guys know, Doug, you know how hard that would be to do with recruiting and everything else. But is this the one guy who is willing to say, screw you, I'm not taking that extension and just go into a contract year? So I think that was sort of the question there at the end. And, you know, it looks like I guess they're going to get an extension done now. Um, But he definitely sniffed around some of the NFL jobs. And I think the Bears job would have been one that he would have had great interest in. And, obviously, Matt Nagy and, and Ryan Pace seem to have saved themselves with the way the Bears have played down the stretch here. Um, the Jets, their owner, Woody Hunt Johnson, has long had sort of an, a fixation with Harbaugh. Um, and so, you know, I think that there, were op- there, there, there may have been some opportunity for him there. But, you know, obviously it looks like he's staying in Michigan based on his actions over the last week. Uh, as for Dabo to Jacksonville, God, is it interesting. Um, I will say this, though. I haven't heard any so- anything solid on the Jaguars pursuing um, Davos Swinney. I have heard something solid on the Jaguars pursue- pursuing Urban Meyer. And oh. so I think that there's a possibility that Urban Meyer winds up there. I- I'm not saying he's going to, but I- my understanding is there's been communication between the sides. Urban has explored staffing um, like who he would have in certain roles if he was going to do it. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think there's the obvious, which is the resources there are going to be incredible. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence. You also got multiple picks in the first, second, fourth, fifth, and seventh rounds. You have know, the most cap space in the league. And, oh, by the way, you're going to have an owner who's incredibly patient with you. And think about this part of it, too, for urban guys. Right. And I know this is sort of a long-winded answer, but I'm trying to give you the information. No, it's really here. good.
6: So, so don't yeah. don't apologize. Yeah.
5: I mean, like, I, I would say one of the things that I did here on Urban that's sort of an interesting twist to all this, you guys know how his, like, his reputation is sort of a mess in, in, in the state of Florida, right? Because of how he <laughs> left and everything else. I've heard that really bothers him. Like, he feels like I won two national championships. By the way, that's more than Spurrier won there. I should be a legend at UF. And what better way would there be to fix his legacy in North Florida than to go and win in Jacksonville? So it would almost be like two birds with one stone. He takes a shot at the NFL, and he's also sort of able to repair his legacy at a place where he was very, very successful. Be, be,
6: be, be, what you, you don't think that would be a good hire?
0: Jason? No, that's huge. Nor- that's huge, yeah. Urban Meyer? Yeah, to Jacksonville with uh, yeah. Trevor look, Lawrence? Are you I, I kidding me? Al- that Albert, makes the is... Jags one of the most interesting teams in the league next year. Well, I mean, uh, they'd be uh, must-watch, right? Yeah, like, right. I, I would say on a
5: week-to-week that I mean, they, like I said, like and you think about those resources too, Jay Mack. I mean, like, look at the draft picks, look at the cap space. No, that—that's—that's that's, the,
6: that's that's the big—that's the big thing there, I right? Is the be. reason the reason that the college guys don't leave for the pros is because in college you get to pick your players, right? And you can have better players than the other team. 90 95 percent of the time you can't do that in the pros and oftentimes you know you you have to go in and but and rewire the whole thing and by the time you try you try and evaluate and get players back in and the benefit that he'll have not having sat out that long is what Pete Carroll had when he got to Seattle which is Pete Carroll had recruited all those guys yeah so he knew who to take and who not to take (laughs) and Urban's recruited all these guys he knows who it's to a, draft, who the, not to draft.
5: It's, it's an enormous advantage. In fact, like, I, I mean, I remember, I, I've talked to the guys in Seattle about this. Like, you guys may remember in 2010, so they had two first round picks. They took Russell right. Okun with the first of them. And then the second of them, everybody thought like, oh, well, Pete Carroll is going to take Taylor Mays. Who, was right. who he, had, he had
6: signed it at SC, right.
5: Right, well, no, he knew not to take Taylor Mays. Right? No, I know, but <laughs> right? like, but but he had
6: he like, he had he had, he had signed him, so everybody's he knew, like, well, he's this guy, he's going to yeah, take him, but he knew, right? right? He and, knew.
5: And that was the thing, he knew not to take Taylor Mays. He knew to take Earl Thomas because he'd recruited Earl Thomas, even though he didn't get him, like, he had recruited him. And, like, for, for the first three years they were there, for the first three years Pete Carroll was in Seattle, like, I mean, it was a steady stream of kids who he had first met when he was, like, 15 or six, when they were 15 or 16 years old, you know? And so he had all this background on all these kids. And if you look at the way that Seattle drafted in 2010, 11, and 12, it's totally reflected. I mean, he recruited Richard Sherman at USC. He recruited – I mean, it's just like – it's it's a you go right on down the list and there are all these guys that either he recruited to SC or he tried to recruit to SC or maybe he struck out with. Whatever it was, they had all this incredible background and it really, really kind of – and I think that's why, like, the Panthers are going to be really interesting, you know, yeah. like over the next few years because – they have all of that background, and you look at their their rookie class and Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin, and how 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 it looks like they've got a foundation now. It's a really really interesting advantage, and yeah, Urban yeah. Meyer would definitely bring that with them.
6: I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but but NBA teams have started doing that too, where they're actually hiring recruiting gurus to work in their front offices because the NBA draft is going to become so young. They need guys that know these kids since they're 14, 15 years old. Al- Albert, couple, oh, I got another two other quarterback questions for you. Yep. Um, any buyer's remorse in Miami, as you know, they're juggling the tua thing, and he's not the best quarterback. And you know, twice now, his coaches thought that Fitzpatrick has given them the better chance to win. Is there? You're watching Trevor, watching, uh, watching what's going on with the Chargers. Is there any buyer's remorse that they drafted the wrong quarterback?
5: I mean, I I, I can just remember like. And I, I don't think so. Like, I, at least I haven't heard anything directly from them. But I just like go back and I'm like look, I look at like the recon I did during the draft and Tuesday and back in March and April and kind of um, you know what I'd heard then was that the Dolphins really liked Herbert, you know, and that they were out on Tua. And so it's sort of interesting because some of those things sometimes you know sometimes you hear one thing and the other's true, or certain corners of a building might feel one way then you know, another corner of the building. And so I just sort of filed that away when they took Tua over Herbert, you know, where I just, you know, you wonder like, okay, like was there something there? Was there a basis for, for, for so many people in the league feeling that way? And, you know, I think that that part of it's interesting because I don't know about you guys, but just like watching Tua, it feels like like his traits look sort of average in an NFL context, you know? Mm. like And then you watch Herbert and his traits are off the charts. Yes. You know, so I, I think that that, but, but what we were sold,
6: was, we were sold on Tua was, yeah, we know he's a little small. Yeah. We know he's not crazy athletic. Yeah. We know he has a crazy arm strength, but man, the football IQ, but that goes counter to what, and obviously Fitzpatrick's 37 years old. He's seen and, and done everything, Yeah. but it appears that his own coach is like, yeah, he's not really ready for these moments. Meaning his football IQ isn't as developed as we were led to believe
5: yeah so we'll see I mean like the one thing we have learned about the dolphins is they're not afraid right like so, and we're seeing that in this situation. they aren't afraid, and I, this is what I really appreciate about it from 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 you know the 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 perspective of like the the guys in the locker room and everything else is that he's willing to do whatever it takes to win, and so like if you're an older guy in that locker room, you don't care like what to a tongue of a low is going to look like in five years and how this is going to benefit him long term you want to win right now and so i think like you know just as far as getting his players to respond to him i think the fact that he's willing to buck convention and do what's best right now for a team that's competing for a playoff spot i i think it's i think it's awesome i think it's it's really really, one more super quick
0: yeah uh sam darnold who is he quarterbacking next year in week one don't you dare say the jets albert um, why
6: wouldn't the Jets? Why would the Jets run that? Run that back. Give right. him some actual players to play and, with.
0: And you got to pay him a ton. God, of money. Yeah. all right. No, you don't. You don't um, have to pick
6: up the fifth year option.
0: What if I said
5: 49ers? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That makes sense. I Love mean, it. They'll have a they'll they'll have a fairly high second round pick, right? Mm-hmm. That would be attractive to Joe Douglas. Yep. I mean, I, I don't know. Like that one's interesting to me. I I I mean, I I. I the Jets really like him. The problem the problem with the, the Jets situation with him right now is that you've got to make a long-term decision on him this year. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not going to take one of those other quarterbacks with a second overall pick, the problem then becomes you have to pick up that option, right? Like, you can't not take a quarterback at two and then decline the option on Sam. You can't. So, And that's $25 million guaranteed for 2022. So the idea that you can date Sam Darnold any longer – if you're Joe Douglas, is kind of out the window. Now you got to kind of now you got to go forward and marry him. If you're not going to take a quarterback with a second pick, so I, you know there's part there's a big part of me that I, like, I know he really likes Sam. I, like I wonder if they're, they they want to start that you know quarterback on a rookie contract yeah. clock over again, give themselves that advantage going forward. So, but I we will we'll kill Sam, it with Shanahan, right? Like, I could see, I could see, yeah, and I, and I think that they're. I mean, like you think you're going to go back and you're going to see some teams that really liked Sam coming out. Mm-hmm. The Niners are one. The Broncos are another. I'll be really interested to see if an Indianapolis or a Chicago gets involved. I think those teams could be involved too. Um, I think would be real. I think there'll be real interest in Sam Darnold if he becomes available. Uh,
6: all right, I got I got thirty seconds. Who starts at quarterback yep. for the Cardinals and the Rams this weekend?
5: Oof. Uh, I'll say Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, and
0: John Wolford. Who? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, Albert. Great stuff, bro. That was great.
5: Anytime, guys. Anytime. Hey, man, have a happy John new Wolfer. year. Thanks John to... Wolford, remember the name, they actually really like yeah. him. I know, I know. A-, look- a, like,
6: it's 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 Kurt Warner 2.0, right? Oh, AAF F- guy. Yeah. Hey,
5: yeah, hey, hey, maybe Jared Goff's got a bigger
0: problem than, uh, than uh, someone his here. Look at you starting. Start.
2: All right, there you go. Yeah. That's that, that's, <laughs> that's Albert Breer. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack
2: has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been, you're going to like where they're going. With a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer, Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience, the all-electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV, positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course the magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or MBUSA.com slash EQ or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: What up with you, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Tim Graham's going to join us covering the Buffalo Bills, your AFC East champion, Buffalo Bills. That's his 20 minutes away. Jason McIntyre, who hosts the Straight Fire podcast, you can download every day in your iHeartRadio app. Every morning, get up, download it, and uh, you will get some hot take goodness from a man, J-Mac. Happy New Year to you. A couple days early, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Okay, here's what I want to do, okay? Jason, I Booger McFarlane last night on Monday Night Football kind of went off on... What he thinks the downfall of Dwayne Haskins was and the parallels to young players in the NFL, young African-American players in the NFL. Um, There were parts that I liked. There are parts that I greatly disagree with. I, 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 but I, I want to play it. We will not edit it. This is two minutes, unvarnished, and then you're I you're have good. not heard this. Um, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. M- many in America have, n- have not heard it. Okay. Okay, so this is Booger McFarland last night.
3: You know, unfortunately, I've seen this too many times. Played in the NFL almost a decade. You mm-hmm. played a long time. We, we've been around it for a, a long time. And oftentimes, young players, especially, and, I, and I'm going to go here, especially young African-American players, because they make up 70% of this league. They come into this league and they ask themselves the wrong thing. They come into the league saying not how can I be a better player. They don't say how can I be a better teammate. They don't say how can I be better a better person. How can I get my organization over the hump. Here's what they come in saying. They come in saying how can I build my brand better. How can I build my social media following better. How can I work out on Instagram and show everybody that I'm ready to go. But when I get to the game I don't perform. Dwayne Haskins, unfortunately, is not the first case that I've seen like this. Yes. It, and, and it won't be the last. And it, it bothers me because a lot of it is the young African-American player. They come in, and they don't take this as a business. It is still a game to them. Hey, look at this. It's football. It, this ain't football, right. man. This is a billion-dollar business. Yes. It's billions of dollars. They pay us a lot of money to talk about the game. So imagine what they pay these guys to, to play. play the game. Yes. yeah. They play a child's game and get paid a king's ransom, and, and, and it bothers me because I saw a quarterback do it. I saw Jamarcus Russell do it. The number one pick in the draft, that gave him $40 million, and he threw it down the damn drain because he didn't take it seriously. And it bothers me because they are a lot of jobs like this around. Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've been retired a while. It's not <laughs> a lot of jobs <laughs> like that around where they will pay you millions of dollars for virtually six months of performance. So my yeah. message to Dwayne Haskins, not just him, But the rest of the young players in the NFL, man, this is a game, but take it as a business. There are billions with a B of dollars at stake. And until you start approaching this game that way, until you start coming to work saying, you know what? What can I do to get better today? What can I do to make sure my teammates are better today? How can I put my organization first instead of my damn Instagram? Take it as a a serious business but too many times it's a game. We want to TikTok. We want to do all these different things. Man, do you understand how much money is at stake?
0: What do you think, Jace? Um I don't know. First impressions are okay. Yeah, we we know a lot of that. I didn't think it was groundbreaking stuff. Um I I I suppose he was firing some shots at Cam Newton as well with the whole Instagram stuff yeah. without saying Cam. Um I I don't I don't know. I Maybe I'm missing something, but but my first thoughts are okay. Thanks, Booger. I, got I, it. I
6: think I think what he, what he's doing is there, there's a little bit of old man yelling at you know yelling at the clouds, right? Like this Instagram stuff. I, I do I I I remember a tweet in the off season. It's there, you. It it is a, it's still a workout even if you don't post it on the gram, right? I'm in the lab. I'm in the lab yeah. and. But that is a very popular thing. I think the issue with it is he makes it about the black athlete. And it's like, look, it's not about the black athlete. Like, if Dwayne ha- first of all, Dwayne Haskins, do I think he didn't make it because of Instagram? I mean, I think taking a selfie instead of taking a knee when you win a football game is a pretty big, indelible impression. But the big thing is, he just was. Now he was not dedicated. He wasn't good enough at his job. Jamarcus Russell wasn't dedicated. wasn't good enough at his job. Mike Vick has has admitted when he was in Atlanta, it was all on talent. He wasn't well, wait, dedicated. Can I take
0: it away from the black athlete? boy I was, was going to get. I was okay, going to okay. get there
6: too, right? I mean, Johnny Manziel. The, the story is the same. It just it, it is like Johnny Johnny Manziel was better off being popular than when he was actually being good at okay. his sport. All right.
0: Um, I got a better white quarter, uh, quarterback. You ready? Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield came into this league with a chip on his shoulder, and I get that, okay? But he's out there on Twitter every day, every day, scrolling. Now, this is early in his career, scrolling and liking tweets that are negative about him. He likes some of mine, the stuff that I had said on Fox Sports Radio about how I, you can't make Baker the number one pick, immaturity. Baker led the league in commercials last year. You know that? That's a fun set. He led the NFL in commercials last year, and he sucked as a quarterback. And what did he say in the offseason? He said, uh, you know what? I'm going to put step away from the social media, and I'm going to focus. And what has happened this year? Baker Mayfield has made a massive leap. And if you remember, Doug, I took so much heat for this. Baker's first appearance, he comes in to spell and injure Tyrod Taylor in Cleveland. It was on Thursday Night Football against my Jets. As soon as Baker wins the game, he walks off the field, and his phone is in his hand as he goes to do the interview. You see him looking at his phone. And I said, boy, interesting that the first thing he does after a win is go right on his phone to jump on social media and tell everybody, hey, I won! Hey, let's take the selfies! And, man, Doug, I have never had that many people come after me before. Uh, The part in my take guys took me to shreds on their podcast. I, I don't listen to that podcast, but I did listen to what they said. I mean, everybody's coming after me for it. And wouldn't you know it, Doug, three years later, it was 100% accurate. Baker was too wrapped up in posing for the gram and jumping on Twitter. And but, but he, was, I, I don't, he needed I, to I, focus I think, on the game, and he moved away from that this year, and he's become a better quarterback. So Booger, I, look, to that's I,
6: do point, I is right. Do, do I, I do. I think the issue is that Booger circled it into the the black athlete as is this, this is just a black athlete problem, right, where it's in – it's an all-athlete problem, and it's a, it's a football problem. He's right. It, it is a job. It is a job, and I think it's – look, I caught heat when, when I, I repeated the story of the Dwayne Haskins. They, they wondered if he was dyslexic. You know, when, he, when, I, when there have been people that have said that race played a factor and why the Bears selected Mitchell Trubisky instead of Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. Not, nothing could be further from the truth. Right. Not how do I know? Because I've actually talked to the bears guys that take me through the process of how you selected Mitch Trubisky. And in no part where they were like, "Well, you know, a black quarterback, like why would that actually matter? They want it. NFL GMs, front office people, scouts, what they want to do is they want to keep their job and get a better job. Right. This is a very simple concept. And if a quarterback will help them do that, that's the quarterback that they want. And they had their, their reasons behind passing under Sean Watson was, they they didn't like his decision-making in the red zone, and they thought his knee, based upon their medical, would tear again. His knee did, in fact, tear again. And, oh, yeah, by the way, like Deshaun Watson has almost the exact same record. There, there's almost the exact same record with the Houston Texans since he got there, as opposed to the four years before he got there, including one and two in the playoffs before he got there, one and two in the four years before he got there, one and two in the playoffs since he's been there, and the regular season records are essentially identical. Mm. It's amazing. Um, look, uh-oh, they missed uh-oh. on Pat. They uh-oh. missed on. Uh-oh. They missed on Pat Mahomes. Am
0: I going to have to get upset? Was that D- Deshaun Watson's slander? I heard or no? Yes.
6: I mean, I don't know. if It's Deshaun Watson slander. If you consider slander, actual indisputable the, 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 facts, the quarterback that's slander.
0: That's a stat now, Doug. Come on, listen. It's uh, always Bill been a stat. O'Brien. It's always been a stat, royally. Yeah, it's an irrelevant stat. Quarterback records? Come on, some some jabronis were popping the stat. What are you talking uh, about? It's the whole stat that matters. Yeah, this is the whole stat that matters. Okay, so so Matt Matt Stafford is an all time great quarterback. uh, How many guys start in the NFL? Eleven on offense, eleven defense, but the quarterback record matters. Yes. Come on. That is that's juvenile stuff, Doug. You're way better than quarterback records. That's like saying, oh, well, Mr. Trubisky has more wins in his first in last three years than Deshaun Watson. He's a better quarterback. Or he's almost on the same level. Not even close. Stop. Okay? Deshaun well, no, Watson no is actually, surrounded no by actually. ineptitude. Bill O'Brien tore that roster to No, spread. he's not. Oh, my gosh. Deshaun Watson Stop! should Stop! go Stop! In, I Stop! said he should have gone to that feet. front office and said, Plant get me the hell out of here or get me what? some help. This is a joke.
6: Wait. Wait, wait a second. They did get him some help. Oh my! What they God. did was they, oh what, what God, they, man. what they did was they traded their
0: future for a left tackle. Okay, the idea he
6: doesn't. have They traded have help. Hopkins like, you-
0: for a running back who's a joke. Okay, that JJ Watt rant. Go listen wait, to wait, that. Wait. Who do you think that's about? Like the entire Texans roster. Okay, there was an SI piece about this guy Jack like, wait, Easterby. Wait, wait a who helped hold, Tear hold, that hold, hold. whole thing down. Watson is a great quarterback surrounded by if he's jokers. A gr- He's not surrounded by jokers. Oh my he had gosh! De- they, like,
6: what, they, they won the exact same amount of games before he got there. When Bill O'Brien was there with Rick, Rick Smiths, who was a terrible general manager, as they did in the last four years, they just have okay. So you can tell me that that Bill O'Brien did everything to tear it down this year. He had DeAndre Hopkins in previous years with the worst division in football. You do
0: okay? realize they have the worst, one of the worst defenses in the NFL this season. I absolutely do. Absolutely do. Is that where does that money? Watson for letting Brandon Allen throw for four hundred yards last week. Brandon Allen, who served me DoorDash three weeks ago at my front door, is now throwing for four hundred yards against the Houston Texans defense. Because it's a joke. J.J. Watt lit up that locker room because nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares. It's a terrible monster. To blame Deshaun
0: Watson is unfair, Doug.
6: Well, I didn't. First of all, I hate when you do this. This is what you do. I, I really dislike when you do this, okay? You take a statement, and then you make it into something that it is not. I didn't say Mitch Trubisky is better than him, so don't say that I did. Don't say that I said I put all the blame on Deshaun Watson. But at the end of the day, in sports, okay, when you're a point guard, all that matters is your record. When you're a quarterback, all that matters is your record. And you can sit here and tell me okay, so about that how mean? bad— so Hold that on. I'm not done spe- speaking. So what does that mean? When. When when Bill o, Bill O'Brien is vilified, but he's not vilified for being a guy who's a complete idiot. Okay, he's a vilified because his ego ran amok; it ran out of control. By the way, David Johnson, who I would agree the returns they got for for the DeAndre Hopkins trade, I didn't like. Okay, uh, David Johnson looked really good oh, when yes, he's finally yes, healthy. Yes, I got it.
0: But what does that mean? Okay, but what, what do, does it what mean? What do you mean by? Mitchell Trubisky has as many wins as Deshaun Watson. What are you I didn't stating? say that.
6: You actually said that.
0: So what were you I, saying I, I, with I didn't, the records? I didn't.
6: What what I said was there is no difference in record of the franchise since you've had Deshaun Watson is viewed by many people as one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and there is no there there is there there is no record to point that out. If you look at Aaron Rodgers, every year he's healthy in the NFL, with the exception of the year Mike McCarthy got fired, his teams won. 10 games, like every every everyone, the same thing with Tom Brady, the same thing with Drew Brees, the same thing with all these guys. Okay. Drew Brees had terrible defenses in new Orleans, right? Because they got punished for, uh, for a bounty gate. Right. But like th- they've, th- they've never had these type of years in new Orleans. They just have not, they've not had this type of lean years. And now when surrounded by a good supporting cast, they've been one of the elite teams in the NFL. There isn't that, with the Texans. Now, are there other factors at play? Sure. JJ Watt kept getting hurt. He's gotten older. Whitney Merciless got older. Um, you know, uh, what is it uh, Brian Cushing, whatever got suspended because the PEDs, but but the fact is that if you look at Deshaun Watson, they've done everything in their power. Everyone would regard Bill O'Brien as an offensive and quarterback guru, that he's done a great job with inferior talent at times and he had DeAndre Hopkins and he wasn't the only one who wanted to trade him and oh yeah, by the way, if they could have gotten a better deal, they would have taken a better deal for DeAndre Hopkins. I think they didn't get enough, but apparently everyone around the league thought, man, you're overpaying for DeAndre Hopkins. So anyway, the the, the the point, is, the point is this, that Deshaun Watson somehow gets, is getting a pass, whereas no other quarterback gets a pass for their win-loss record. Remember, the whole thing with Dak Prescott is, yeah, I know the numbers aren't great, but at least they win. Of course, that went out the door because they weren't winning this year okay. when he was putting up big numbers. I, so I think so, I so the, 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 the point is very simple, is that – you can sit here and pound your pound it in the table and tell me Deshaun Watson's great. He needs more help. Well, First of all, he might have been able to get more help if he didn't sign this gargantuan contract that wasn't oh,
0: hanging wait, over their head. He should head. sign a bad contract, Deshaun Watson. So, Doug, let me just see if I – just yes. so I'm not getting your words wrong, okay? Correct. So, basically, Tom Savage and whatever jokers the Texans had at quarterback won the same number of games as Deshaun Watson. Yes. Okay, And, and but what are we taking from that? Like, that's a statement that's looking at numbers as very basic – are you trying to say something bigger than that without saying it because there's no substance behind it?
6: What I'm saying is that Deshaun Watson is massively, massively overrated. Oh, and my what happens? God.
0: Okay. Okay. Got it.
6: Okay, so the 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 four teams from the NFC that qualified for the playoffs already, right. what do they have in common?
0: Um, so we got the Packers, mm-hmm. uh, we have the Saints, mm-hmm. Tampa. Mm-hmm. And um Seattle. Uh-huh. Yes, they have veteran quarterbacks. Guys who have first, been in the first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yes, guys correct? who have been in the league seven or more years, ten or more years. Yeah.
6: Okay. Um let's go look at uh the AFC. Okay. The Bills, they 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 have the one kind of unproven quarterback. Go ahead and give me the other teams that have made the playoffs already.
0: Uh Kansas City. That's a Hall Patrick of Fame quarterback. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh Two, three, Colts, James Buffalo. Col- Colts are on the outside, I think, right now. Um, well, Colts
6: are ten and five. So Tennessee's ten and five. Their quarterback's a future Hall of Famer. Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Uh Pittsburgh Steelers, yes, they are in. They were uh, eleven. Hall and 0. of Fame quarterback. Yes, they had a, a top five defense the entire season.
6: Okay, so the the the, the point is simply, and, and I was getting around to the point, the idea we we're talking about Booker McFarland's rant, and where I don't believe that race plays a factor in people's social media desires. Would you agree with that?
0: Uh, I, I don't, well, that's, is there any get, study
6: that tells you that, that, that black quarterbacks are more prone to be addicted to social media and than white quarterbacks? No, it's, it's a generational thing. And either guys are, as you pointed out, like Baker Mayfield grabbing your phone and you were right. Or, you know, that that's basically what it is. Or other guys that are boring, you know, Andrew Luck with a flip phone, like those dudes are boring. Uh, Trevor Lawrence with the Bible. Dude is boring. But you know what? He's locked in on football. It's a job. Now, you have to have both. You can't just be locked in on football as Cam Newton is now, but he can't throw a football, so it doesn't actually matter, right? But my, my issue was like, look, when I said that the Bears, so, you know, that race didn't play a factor in, in drafting Deshaun Watson and they don't look as dopey as some would lead you to believe. And I'm not a big Mitch Trubisky fan, but a lot of it was the context of replacing Jay Cutler and what they what they thought they would get in a locker room guy. In Trubisky, that they weren't good, that they they didn't know if they would get with Mahomes because Mahomes wasn't ready when he got to the league, and it took a year of seasoning behind Alex Smith that helped, and he's been surrounded by an unbelievable not just coaching staff, but support staff in terms of his skill position players at wide receiver, tight end, and at running back. Like all of these things kind of go into the factor and their context that matters that actually matters. And I don't believe race plays any sort of factor at the quarterback position. Either you can or cannot play. That's all anybody cares about.
0: Okay, so I think I've figured it out. Uh, I did look this up. I'm, I'm, I was stunned as well. Houston Texans did win a playoff game in 2016. Before yes, they were
6: 1-2 in the four years in the playoffs okay. before he got there. They're right. 1-2 so, in the playoffs since he's gotten
0: there. So the first playoff appearance, they got destroyed 30-0 to at home by the Kansas City Chiefs. The next year, they had to play the Raiders. And I was like, how did they beat the Raiders? Oh, that's right. Derek Raiders Carr did. was injured late yeah. in the season. And the Raiders started, I believe, Connor Cook, a rookie out of Michigan State. Is that accurate? or It was some backup. I, I don't know who it was. He was in way over his head. And the Raiders got buried. What happened the next week? Of course, Houston. They got destroyed by the Patriots. So Deshaun Watson gets to the playoffs. in his is second season. First season, he gets hurt. Second season, he gets to the playoffs. They lose to the Colts at home, 21-7. Andrew Luck was still there. Last year, Deshaun Watson orchestrates an incredible comeback, beats the Bills, takes a 24-0 lead Mm -hmm. against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, Mm -hmm. and the defense, which is a dumpster fire once again, gives up 51 points and loses to the eventual Super Bowl champs. Hey, help me me out here. Help me out here. When when Kansas City, when they're down 24-0,
6: right? Yeah. Um, they scored to make it 24-7. Does Houston
0: get the ball back? Uh, I would assume they did off when the went yes. When it was then 24-14,
6: does Houston get the ball back?
0: Uh, they did, yeah.
6: When it was then 24-21, I, I, does Houston get the ball <laughs> I back? I love
0: this, I love this. So Deshaun Watson didn't score every single time. He I didn't mean, score ever! Yeah, no, he scored one more. They were up 24 oh, nothing, and they had lost 51-31. All
6: right, right, okay. So the, 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 the point is that it's really amazing how Teflon that dude is.
0: And I oh and I actually gosh. and and what's crazy he about it is 348 yards. And bro, they had a
6: 24 nothing lead yeah. and got boat raced. And Deshaun Watson one more time, bl- and
0: he's the guy of all the people, no, not the coach. No, again, this is this is the Jason McIntyre of This defense. is the
6: Jason McIntyre deal. Oh take what I said and then take it to a statement which it, no one ever said. which you know? Which what is, you're trying is, to no say? No, I'm not. You no, you're making it so I'm trying to say it. What, what I am saying is what are you saying? If, if 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 i may be so bold that bill o'brien catches every bit of the heat for the collapse no one ever says, like, hey, you know what? Deshaun Watson was the quarterback for all seven of those drives. They got the football back and ma- and managed one touchdown after having a 24-0 lead, okay? That is not all on Deshaun Watson, but it's also not all on Bill O'Brien, and it's not all on the defense. It is is it it is a team game. It's supposed to be the ultimate team game, and quarterback's record matters, and he was the quarterback. Like, look, Garoppolo collapsed in the Super Bowl. It collapsed in the Super Bowl. They had a lead. All he has to do is complete a couple. He has Emmanuel Sanders wide open. He overthrows it. If he underthrows it, it's pi. He misses. He misses time and again. People give Garoppolo heat for that collapse. They they have they they. No one has ever said like outside of me that hey. Yeah, is it Bill O'Brien's fault? Sure. It's also Deshaun Watson's fault. So when Deshaun Watson can get
0: you 31 points on the road in a playoff game, he's done his job. No, he hasn't. You do your job on defense and get a friggin' stop. 31 points on offense. I've done my job. Can the defense get one stop? 51 points, Doug? And Deshaun Watson's first, his name should not be anywhere attached to that loss. That is not remotely on him. That's, Don't the, compare dumbest Jimmy Garoppolo ever, that's the dumbest thing I've ever Struggling to score, the 49ers had twenty points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did lead, but Kansas City could. Uh, is Deshaun had, Watson, had Watson having?
6: Is Deshaun Watson having a good year this year? He's got thirty touchdowns. Solid. He's
0: having a solid year. He's
6: having he's, a better wait, wait, year he, than Ben Roethlisberger. He's completing. He's completing seventy percent of his passes.
0: He's also throwing to Kiki touchdowns. Kuti and Chad so, Hanson. Hold on, but no, you told me that their team stinks. You they told do me stink. They have nobody but Deshaun Watson. Doug, oh, but you're he's looking at the basic touchdowns. stats, man. You gotta come on, level up and I go know. look at the advanced numbers. Yes, Deshaun the, Watson all, here's is a top the advanced, 10 quarterback. Here's this the
6: advance, here's the advanced. No, he's not.
0: Yes, he is.
6: They're four and ten, dude. <laughs> four and eleven, excuse me.
2: Four and eleven. Four he, ain't no, he ain't no top ten quarterback at four and eleven.